Good afternoon, everyone, and uh, welcome to Warminster School Radio. Um, and that was Middle by DJ Snake, and we have a guest in the studio, uh, El Celine. Now, Hello. El, good afternoon. Hello, good uh, afternoon. Now, you are an OV. I am. Uh, so would you like to tell us about your uh, when you were at Warminster and yes, sure. what, what stands out for you? Okay, so I was at Warminster, I started in 2001, a long time ago, 20 mm. years actually, Wow. this year. Uh, which is amazing to be able to come back actually and, and do this interview and, and chat to the kids today. Does everything seem much smaller? Um, no, much bigger actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, much okay. bigger. Right. Um, my school years weren't exactly the best time of okay. my life. I didn't really have many friends and I was ridiculed for my appearance and okay. I was someone who I did act out quite a lot because I didn't know how else to ask for help. Right. Okay. Um, mental health was a bit of a taboo back then as well. Yeah, so absolutely. it was very different yeah. times. Um, but I can see that it's definitely so much better now, yeah. which is, okay. it's nice to know that as well, that yeah. the kids coming through now won't be maybe suffering as much as we did. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I think That's all schools right. were the same really, weren't they? Yeah. I think it wasn't just the only school that was bad or whatever. There, yeah. was, a, there was good times as well. I was a boarder yeah. um, and my family uh, live in Greece. They lived yeah. in Greece when I was here and it was an experience. I learned a lot about myself even as a young person. I also learned independence at a very young age. Uh, which is probably why I can do all the things I do now yes, and yeah. talk as I do and, and get out there as much as I do because, you know, the starting point was independence and because I didn't have many friends when I was here, it was like I had to learn how to survive yeah. by myself and that has helped me as an adult, definitely. I think that's, uh, you know, that's one thing that boarding school does seem to do. Oh, but, you know, from my experience of pupils, yeah. it does give them that independence, yeah. that strength of character 100%. that you need. So, 100%. Yeah. I'll, definitely, so. I'll definitely say that. That has, that has helped me as well. So uh, when you left Warminster, you went on to university eventually? And, yeah. And studied? I studied music, um, vocal performance at the Academy of Contemporary Music in Guildford. Okay, so um, any sort of particular style of music or did you do the range? Um, so when I was, funny enough, when I was at Warminster, I was classically trained by the teachers here. Yeah. And then when I moved on from Warminster, I became more into dubstep, funnily enough. That was oh, okay. my thing. <laughs> that was probably the thing at the time as that well. That was, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was coming out then yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. it. Um, and then after that, I sort of got more into um, electropop with a bit of an 80s okay, vibe. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed, the, because I grew up with those, the 80s, 90s tracks. Yeah. My mum, my dad would play them in the car. Yeah. I then wanted to reenact that, but in a modern way. Okay. And all my songs are very much about my journey, very much about mental health, very much about helping other people through my struggle. Yeah. Um, when I was here by myself, most of the time at school, I would be writing songs. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be learning okay. the craft and right. it helped me yeah. then... Start. So do you, do you play an instrument as well? Um, I play a bit of keys, okay. probably not yeah, to the yeah. point where I could play like in a gig or something. No. I've got, got, I've got guys yeah. for that. But it's been <laughs> enough to be able to write a song. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough that. to be able to do that and yeah. also enough to be able to structure it and enough to yeah. be able to tell okay. someone else what I want. Yeah, brilliant. That's great. <laughs> and then um, once you left uni, um, what, what was your journey like then? Um, so after uni, I went into a bit of a slump. I had a bit of a unhealthy relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. just due to just past events and things like that yeah. that went on um and i did um didn't look after myself as much as i could have okay. i was working in retail as well again another job which definitely helped me with my journey yeah. and definitely helped me with people skills yeah. i was there for seven years in a cook shop really oh, nice okay. yeah really yeah. nice yeah, environment yeah. the people there were awesome again it was young people who were using that as a stepping stone and then yeah. they moved on um and always doing music in the background always learning about myself always getting somewhere but my confidence still wasn't 100 percent. i still wasn't 100 percent happy with who i was okay. um, especially in that job i felt really lost i was there till about 28 Oh, right, so it's yeah. a long time yeah, yeah, to be in yeah, a job yeah, like absolutely. that after uni. You know, you think when you graduate, that's it, you're going to get yeah. the job of your dreams. But yeah. unfortunately, it doesn't work like that all the time. No, definitely um, not. But my journey took me a different route. 
Yeah. And I kind of allowed it to happen. I just trusted the universe and trusted what the plan was. And yeah, I kind of, at the end, just didn't fight it. And as I got older, I think I got more aware of myself and happier in yeah. myself. I think that happens okay. with anyone. Um, being young is a really hard time. You know, being a young person, I don't envy any young people at all. Absolutely not. Um, then after that, I moved back to my university. I did, um, I was in, in education for a bit. You're right. Yeah. And I worked yeah. as an applicant advisor and events team oh, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was great. It was great fun. You get to talk to the students again, talking about your experience as a student at the college and the uni. Mm. And that was great fun. And then I moved on to mental health. Um, and I've been there for two years now in mental health support in Guildford. Right. Charity. So, so is it uh, working with young people who, or um, a whole range? Young people and older people okay. until working age yeah. about 65. Oh, right. Okay. So, so a, lot, a lot of diverse people. Okay. Is that with Mind? Or uh, no, is... it's not. No, we are Catalyst. So oh, okay. We are a charity. Right. We work side and side with the, the, the NHS. Okay. So we do groups right. with them and stuff okay. and we support with them. But predominantly we are, we were a drug and alcohol service. Oh, and right. And then we yeah. branched out right. into... Um, mental health and yeah. other parts of the service as well. There's very lots of different parts, about 25 different sectors Bri- within brilliant. Catalyst. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think you know mental health is such a, an issue these days yeah. that people are far more, like you say, far more aware of 100%. than they were 20 years ago. Yeah. And it's and obviously we have the police going past us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, you, you, it's definitely something. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's definitely something that I think both as teachers and as young people, yeah. uh, we need to be more aware of, we need to recognise I mean, when I was back, if I go back to when I was at the school, my cry for help was definitely mental health issues involved. Yeah, yeah. I have a diagnosis of borderline personality disorder, yeah. and I think I must have had that when I was here. Right, but of yeah. course, to detect that when you're not a professional mental health worker would have been hard for the yeah. staff to know what was going on. And also, that made me act out more because there was no help in place, no support in place, and I was too unaware of myself to just go, go help yes. I need help yeah. okay. um, and asking for help sometimes is the hardest thing to do we yeah. find that in my work as well that it's really difficult for a young person especially to go I need some help here um, because you don't know how to ask and you yeah. just sometimes don't know what's going on um, but now mental health I think it is getting better yeah. I think the whole talking about it is getting better but I think we still have a long way to go if I'm honest I think we still have that stigma to break because yeah. we've got to the point where we can talk about it but I think sometimes society and social media and, and the media itself sometimes will ridicule still certain things okay. and I think yeah. that's it's quite dangerous yeah no I, I think you're I think you're absolutely right yeah. and quite often you'll get quite negative representations yeah. in the media yeah um, 100%, 100%. So, but both through news and through yeah uh, it's still stuff. it's still yeah. not amazing but I think the more people that talk about it and there are lots of people campaigning and getting out there uh, me included of course yeah. and I think the more we do that hopefully in 10 years time 20 years time we will see young people yeah. coming through that it might not ever be a taboo and that's the aim with what we're doing as mental health workers and yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely and uh and as well as that you're creating your own music yes so uh do you it's at the route you would ultimately like to go down be a a sort of musical performer well to be honest with you before lockdown yes that was what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. but then i was uh, during lockdown because i didn't have it yeah. I was I kind of found myself asking what do I want from it? How do I want okay. it? And I think there was a lot of people pleasing involved when I was doing it before. Oh right. And okay. now I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. And if something happens, brilliant. If yeah. not, I'm going to enjoy what I'm doing. I yeah. think the main thing that lockdown taught me was take 
uh, do not take advantage of no, you know no, no, no. music and yeah. live music especially there wasn't yeah. any no I know um, and now yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and for yeah. me it's about just enjoying the journey yeah. as it comes and when it comes okay. and I'm still doing music I'm still writing um, funnily enough during lockdown one of my songs made a sync deal with um, ITV drama called oh. McDonald and Dodd oh yes 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 do you know yes. it yes yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in that my, my music was background music I remember to... I remember seeing you tweet about yes, that so, yeah. Yeah. So, yes yeah it's, still uh, going it's all filmed in Bath so it's nice and local yeah yeah so it's all you know it's all there still and yeah. I'm still doing as much as I can but now I'm not fighting it and I'm not forcing it yeah. and I think that for me is the main difference yeah. and I see it in myself as well I see that it's I'm more relaxed with it yeah. even my writing style it's not what do other people want to hear it's yeah. just what do I want to do yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of interesting you saying that you weren't so um, you, you know the lockdown, lockdown kind of pushed it to one side yeah. because for a lot of artists it seemed that they've used lockdown as an excuse to make lots of music because they've be basically no, been trapped I did the opposite. at home. I took a yeah. break I took a little break okay. from it because right. I wanted to see what would happen and yeah. I've come out the other side still wanting to do it yeah but I've come out the other side wanting to do it for the right reasons okay well should we hear one of your tracks why not all right this is Electric Love by El Salim Yeah. 
There we go, that's El Celine and Electric Love. Now, El, um, we talked about your journey through school and where you've been since. Uh, what are you up to now? So, I am a Miss Great Britain finalist 2021. <laughs> the competition is tomorrow. Um, and I'm doing it with no makeup. I'm right. the first ever woman in history to ever compete in a pageant. Yeah, Miss Great Britain, especially um, yes. with no makeup. Okay, so what's the what's the reasoning behind this? Uh, so there's a few different interlinking reasons. Uh, the main reason is my own self res- uh, respect and reflection okay. and journey yeah. as myself. Um, I've suffered with mental health all my life, mm-hmm. and this is my way of saying to my mental health. I have you, you don't have me. One of the things I had uh, was body dysmorphia. I was yeah. really didn't okay. like myself. And this is my way of saying, this is my journey. I'm in charge. I'm going to enjoy what I see in the mirror because I don't want to regret that later down in no. life when I'm not a young person no, and no, no, it's quite. all gone. Um, and another reason I'm doing it is for choice for women. It's a symbolic, uh, it's a way yeah. to symbolize choice. Yeah, absolutely. And the choice is, it, the makeup is the symbol, but it's about any choice that a woman or a man has yeah. about themselves. Um, okay. It could be, you know, putting on makeup or not, putting yeah. on a certain outfit. Make the choice for yourself. My choice for myself is to not wear makeup. Yeah. And the Miss Great Britain pageant is like my microphone and my amplifier to send okay. that message on to a very, I don't know, yeah. interlinking it in music, yeah. always. Yeah, 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 like um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's a journey and it's my journey and this is my choice. All the other girls have got their own choices yeah. and their own stories which are valid and unique, which is yeah. brilliant. The pageant is very different to what you would expect it's uh, accepting of all shapes and sizes yeah. all different women and we've all got our own power and story and we're all celebrating that yeah. you, you haven't felt any pressure from i don't know the organizers or anyone else no. to conform to no maybe because there's actually no rule in the no. pageant book that says you okay. need to wear makeup all right so so have you had to go through um qualifying stages if yeah I can put it so like that. Yeah, oh, yeah so for me because i'm a ms contestant there's yeah. uh, divisions Oh, right. Okay. I'm in the older division, so okay. my yeah. division starts at 29 to 40. All right. Sounds like, sounds like the X Factor. You I know. know. The over 25s. The over 25s, <laughs> yes. Exactly that. Yeah. And my, my division is the over 20, yeah. uh, over 25, over 29s. Yeah. And in that division, we sent through an application with a photograph. Um, yeah. My photograph, actually, I had makeup on when I sent it. Right. But then I've retracted it and sent them a new one. Oh, okay. Um, right. But we sent a photograph and our reasons why we wanted to enter the competition. And then they make the decision if they would like to, us to go further. And then after that, we then discuss sponsorship and, and, and then it goes yeah. from there. Right. Um, but I was really, I was really honoured to, yeah. to be made a finalist. It's really yeah. awesome because the journey for me was, is the main thing. Yeah. You know, the next couple of days, you know, and then it's done. But the journey leading up to these next yeah. couple of days for me have been insane. Like yeah. absolutely insane. So much has happened. I've met so many people, um, touched base with yeah. You, know, you guys as well, and yeah. it's just been such an incredible experience. Right. Okay. So you talked about sponsorship. So yeah. have you found it easy to attract sponsorship? Well, funny enough, in lockdown, no. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So I, funny enough, I sponsored um, myself through my um, forum, my charity yeah. forum, oh, okay. uh, Change Your Stars, right. which is okay. my own. I know. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. can do that. You can sponsor oh, yourself okay. if you want to. Yeah, yeah. And how I did it was um, because my um, forum is a mental health forum yeah. and a support forum. It just made sense that that was what I, I had it had with it, so it was just yeah. (laughs) It just made sense. It just made sense. Last year I was sponsored by a a Avida, who do makeup and hair. Yeah. And actually, funnily enough, I did this last year, and they came down with me to Leicester to the competition. Yeah. And did my hair and makeup. Okay. But this year. You're doing it yourself. Well, I'm not doing anything. No, you're not doing anything. Yeah. So, so are are you just literally? You're not going to sort of you know, style your hair or anything like that? Um, I will probably just 
I'll brush my hair just so it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, thick yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm not going to put any product in or anything like no, that. No, okay, right. I'm so. just going to go go for it. So it, obviously, you know, you, you said it. Part of it is your own sort of body image that you want to sort of see as you know being able to see it yourself. Yeah. You know, see, take take control of it. I want it. to grow. Yeah, I, yeah. Basically, for me, I'm going to be growing as a person in yeah. the next couple yeah. of days. Yeah. When when I was you know when I was in school as well, I was ridiculed for my appearance, ridiculed yeah. for how I looked. Yeah. Um, I was a bit darker, as you can see. I'm an olive skin. Yeah. Um, and the kids made fun of that because those back in that day it was very different yeah. to now. Yeah. But you say that. That's quite interesting. Do you feel there is there is now less pressure on uh, young women in particular, but young men as well, to conform to a particular image? Or no, do you I think, think it's, it's worse now. Do you think it's yeah. worse? Yeah. I honestly think it's because of social media. I was going to say social so, media. Oh, God. So. I had it easy, yeah. if I'm honest. I had it easy, and that was traumatic for me. Nowadays, no one can switch off because of the device yeah. that you see in front of me, my mobile phone, for those who can't see. Yeah. Um, it's just everywhere. Right. You know, you've got apps that can change your face within an instant. Mm-hmm. You've got young kids at the age of five, six, yeah. that have access to these telephones, have access to the internet, and these apps are there. They're targeting people. They're targeting you from your age. You know, the internet's a funny, dangerous mm-hmm. tool. As much as it's great when you've got friends and family abroad, you can get in touch. That's what it was for. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram and stuff. But now it's become this tool to almost poison people's minds yeah. and it's dangerous and me standing up in this pageant doing this with no makeup might inspire other people other young people yeah. or people to go you know what I'm good enough as I am if she can do that I can go to the shops as yeah. me yeah. or I can go out to the bar yeah. as me and hopefully it will spark a movement for acceptance yes okay, and also just yeah. for people just to accept themselves as they are and also this ridicule to just end and yeah you know, I don't know if the beauty industry is going to be very happy with me, no, but, no, but you know, they, they do profit from people's insecurities. Yeah. And yes, that's something that true. I think needs to be changed. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it single handedly, mm-hmm. but the more people that say, you know what? No, I'm good enough as I am. Yeah. If I want to wear makeup, I can. Yeah. If I don't want to wear makeup, I don't need to. Yeah. And that's the message. It's not, I'm, I'm not anti makeup, not at all, but I'm saying you have a choice. And that choice symbolizes anything. It could be yeah. from makeup to going outside, just anything. You know, there's some women in the world that can't make music, let's yeah. say. I'm lucky, I have a privilege that I can sit there and make music and not be arrested. Yeah. There's women out there in some countries that can't do that. No, true. And it should be her choice to do that. Yeah. And so, when for the competition tomorrow, what stages do you have to go through tomorrow? Um, so tomorrow we've got the, on the Thursday, we've got the interview stage. Oh, right, yeah. My favourite, I talk a lot, so I'm going to have to narrow it down to two minutes. And then we've got the fashion round. Right. So during the day tomorrow from 10 o'clock, we've got uh, rehearsals all throughout the day. Right. And then around two, three o'clock, that's when we have judges interview. So the judges, bless them, they'll have to interview every single girl for two minutes. And how many, do you know how many um, there are? So I think overall there's 57, and that's oh, wow. with the Miss and the Ms. Oh, right. But yeah, for yeah. my category, there's only 11. Oh, right. I okay. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scary. Right. Pressure's yeah. on. <laughs> Abs- absolutely. And then for the fashion round, do you just have one outfit or do you have a range? Um, so for the fashion round, you just have one outfit. Yeah. And I've chosen to wear a suit. Okay. Again. Right. Breaking the norm. No one's told me that I can't, no. but normally you would be wearing a dress. Okay. But I've yeah, gone, you know what? Yeah. It's my choice. I've so, got a little suit. I've got a. I've got, I haven't got a tie, but I've got a shirt, blazer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds interesting. Just and you know, is it on TV? Can we see? No, it? unfortunately, it's not anymore. Oh, I don't right. think. But I think you can. I don't know if they're live streaming because of COVID. Oh, of course. But I, yeah. or they might be filming parts of it. So yeah. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say. Unfortunately, it'd be good to see how you get on. I think. So. Um, I think with mine, I think you 
probably might see it on TV. Yeah, maybe. well, true, yeah. Because well, <laughs> you know, you've already been on the BBC website and I know you've been talking to doing, um, various TV Britain companies. Tomorrow, yeah, that would um, be brilliant. And I'm sure that there'll be follow-ups and yeah, pictures okay. somewhere. Right, okay. I'll keep you guys posted. Okay, that's great. Uh, let's have a bit more music and then we'll come back and just uh, finish off. A uh, cool. bit, bit of sound fender. Dutch kids hop balloons in the parking lot The golden arches illuminate the business park I eat myself the deaf, feed the corporate machine I watch some movies, recite every line and scene God bless America and all of its allies I'm not the first to live with wool over my eyes I am so blissfully unaware of everything and guys are all bombed and I'm just out of it Look, tensions are the world are rising higher We're probably due another war with all desire I'm not smart enough to change a thing I have no answers, only questions Don't you ask a thing
Fab Fender there and hypersonic missiles, and we're back with Elseline now. Uh, El, um, obviously tomorrow is the or tomorrow and Thursday are the big days, shall we say? <laughs> yeah. uh, where do you see things going after this? So for me, regardless of the outcome, the message is bigger than these two days now. Yeah. It's become bigger than these yeah. two days. Um, my aim is to actually go into schools and talk about exactly what I've done today with right. the sixth form, and also potentially create a subject within the curriculum that's about positivity right. for children age 11 upwards. Yeah, right. So um, that's, my, that's my aim. Positivity in terms of... Uh, uh, body positivity, yeah. beauty positivity, and also just understanding different people yeah. and cultures and stuff, yeah. because that was something that was really hard yeah. for me when I came here. And I think if the kids were given an explanation to understand, yeah. it might have made my life a bit yeah. easier. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I think with with young people today I think there is definitely um, a, a movement to definitely. be more understanding you know, definitely, um, definitely. You know, I think we've seen that with BLM all the sort of movements like that that people yeah. are far more uh, open to change open and, to change yeah. and, and willing to become an activist you yeah know, and yeah. accept things absolutely absolutely yeah. and I think when you're when you're young I think that's when you need to be um, talked about about these sort of things these older generation like the teenagers they're a bit more aware i think when you're young that's when you we should be grabbing them and targeting them with this yeah. and saying look this is okay this is okay because it starts somewhere yeah you know and yeah. i think that's that's the majority i mean that included but also my own reflection i think i'm still growing yeah. every day um i'll still be doing my, my mental health work of course yeah. and music i just see myself growing as a person definitely after these couple of days i see myself yeah probably com yes. yeah probably completely different to how i am yeah. even now because yeah. it would be completely out of my comfort zone yes um and just keep going with it keep finding avenues and things that i can discuss this this topic on and see where it goes i'm, I'm allowing the universe as i always do to just take me where it needs to take yeah, me that's 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 a good way of seeing things just yeah. to see what see what, see what happens up. what happens because yeah. you know if you told me a couple of months ago that this would be happening now so I, I should have said, when, when did you first decide well, that you were going to... Well, I decided uh, back in April, yeah. but all this buzz, I did not expect. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did not expect. Like, people just picked it up, picked it up, picked it up, and then yeah. boom, it yeah. just blew up. And for me, that's brilliant, because that's exactly what I wanted it to do. But yeah. I never in my wildest dreams thought it no. would. No. I, I, think, <laughs> I think because... It's it's a good idea, and no one's done it before. It's like Nobody's you know, done it before. it's like the simplest thing. Sometimes you go, oh wow, yeah, why why have we thought of that? that. And, and, yeah, so. <laughs> he said it's the easiest, simplest thing to do. Yeah. and it's he said, which is great because he is supportive of my my yeah. movement. He said yeah. it's so you, you know, yeah. it's so L, it's so interlinked with your music and interlinks with you know, and all these people that are checking me out on TV will hopefully check out my music. <laughs> yes, yeah, quite. Yes, yes. So you know, let's hope the whole thing sort of blows up from here Thank and so sort of gets even bigger. So Thank anyway, you. it's been lovely to talk to Thank you. Talk you, with too. you. And great. I know the sick form really appreciates it. I saw some of my tutor group afterwards, and they they said how much they'd enjoyed oh, it. So uh, you know, thanks for that, and massive good luck for the next couple of days. Thank and you let's very see much. I appreciate your time. That's right, and we'll finish with another one of your songs. And this is Indestructible Me.